Hello folks, Rich Palazzo again from thinkingaccuratelyeducation.com. I don't know if you've been following along in our blog, but lately we've been talking about the questions, what is true, what is real, and where did it all come from? We've put together a downloadable grid relating those three questions to each other, trying to show the outcomes of the different worldviews. We've discussed a few of them in our recent blogs, but the one I would really like to focus on today is tradition. What is the outcome of holding on to tradition as our ultimate source of truth? Well, I started out by looking up the word tradition on Bing, and it, the definition is the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation. or the fact of being passed on in this way. I'm going to say right now that I think tradition is a pretty darn good thing. I mean, I'm an American, and I think highly of the U.S. Constitution, the flag, the Founding Fathers, and the Declaration of Independence. And I was taught as a child about our heritage as American citizens, that we are recipients of the benefits benefits passed down through the ages of English common law, Magna Carta, and the rights of Englishmen. You know, every man's home is his castle and all of that. So I think tradition has always been a pretty safe bet for a source of truth. But what about Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, myths, legends, elves, and fairies? Maybe there's a point where tradition has limits too. But what are they? The other day on the radio, I heard about some company that knowingly sold defective earplugs to the military, affecting the hearing of thousands of soldiers. And I turned to my wife and said, who would do such a thing? And she reminded me of the old movie with Edward G. Robinson called They Were All My Sons. A traditional ontological point of view would be that there's a heaven and a hell, that there's good, there are angels, there's demons, there's a God, and there is such a thing as evil. And the difference involves something called sin. Tradition says that there's a judgment after death that determines our eternal destiny. So it is ultimately in our own best interest, as well as societies, for each of us to practice, as Jimmy Stewart said in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, a little everyday kindness and a little looking out for the other fellow too. That's the kind of thing that a traditional Judeo-Christian worldview fosters It's the kind of worldview that made the Academy Award-winning movie Going My Way and songs like White Christmas so popular. But let me ask you, does time come when traditions are forgotten or rejected, put aside? What do we do then? You know, back in 1798 in France, they dumped all their traditions in one generation. 
they threw off their monarchy, executed the king, declared it the year one, and marched the goddess of reason through the Cathedral of Notre Dame, ending up under self-proclaimed emperor Napoleon Bonaparte. Today, we live in a globalistic culture. We take global studies in school. We listen to NPR radio's news stories from around the world. We probably know more about people in sub-Saharan Africa or Jakarta, Indonesia, than we do about the lives of inner-city children in Baltimore, Maryland, or Chicago, Illinois. We talk today about white nationalism as a bad thing, and we talk about white privilege. But years ago, they used to talk about something called noblesse oblige, which was the white man's burden to help those less fortunate than themselves. I thought that was where Samaritan's Purse, the Peace Corps, the American Red Cross, the Salvation Army, and the YMCA came from. Do you remember Chiang Kai-shek and the Fighting Tigers? Do you remember Bataan? Do you remember Gladys Aylward, Amy Carmichael, David Livingstone, and George Mueller? Do you remember that wonderful 1944 movie with Gregory Peck, and Spencer Tracy, The Keys of the Kingdom. You know, that was the world we lived in in those days. In that world, we watched 1938's Boys Town, or 1945's Bells of St. Mary's, or 1954's On the Waterfront, or even 1961's The Hoodlum Priest. It was a good world. Not a perfect world, but a good one. There was wrong, but a lot of it was institutional wrong. Individual people, though, had consciences. Have you seen In the Heat of the Night, or Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, or To Sir With Love? People were starting to come to grips with things. Slowly. Certainly slower than many people thought was right. But To Kill a Mockingbird has sold over a million copies and the movie was probably one of the best films you'll ever see. And in 2008, America elected a black man as the president of the United States. So what's wrong with tradition as a choice for the source of ultimate truth? Well, it changes over time. Back in the American colonial period, William Penn said, No man is fit to command another that cannot command himself. But today, we are told that even presidents have private lives. Move on. There's nothing to see here. Back at the founding of our country, George Washington predicted in his 1796 farewell address that unprincipled men will be enabled to subvert the power of the people and to usurp for themselves the reins of government. Think about all the unprincipled men and women who have stepped into the reins of government in our lifetime. Folks, let's face the facts. We're living amid the flotsam and jetsam of a once great nation. 
for all our self-conscious self-awareness, for all our efforts, our traditions are falling away, being replaced by what? I remember being a little boy, walking into churches with high ceilings, filled with the smell of incense, nuns and priests speaking in Latin. Somehow, though, I felt close to God. A folk, a folk singer once said, once sang, the times they are changing, and he was right. We've seen presidents hounded out of office. We've seen hanging chads. We've seen imp supposedly impregnable towers fall, thousands of innocent people killed. Every day, some school is being shot up or some soldiers are falling victim to a terrorist bomb far, far away. It's all wrong and our traditions are failing us. But I'm thinking now of a great scene from the movie Gone with the Wind when Rhett Butler joins with his Confederate neighbors in what he knows is a losing cause. That's how I feel about the once great traditions that once were America. It doesn't matter anymore what people used to think was true. It doesn't matter what they used to think was real. It doesn't matter where they used to think everything came from. No one cares anymore. Did you see that old movie, Soil and Green, or perhaps Logan's Run? Or more recently, have you read Lois Lowry's great book, The Giver? Also made into a movie with Jeff Bridges in 2014? The past is dead. We let it die, supposedly for the sake of the future. And now we're left with a dysfunctional present. So where do we go from here? If tradition has been forsaken, what do we hold on to? Where do we go now for ultimate truth? Here, as the Hobbit Frodo says in Lord of the Rings, here at the end of all things. Thank you.